Psalm 49, Sermon 2, Part 1 of Expositions on the Book of Psalms, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Expositions on the Book of Psalms, Volume 2, by St. Augustine of Hippo. Psalm 49, Sermon 2, Part 1. On the second part of the psalm. 1. Yesterday, though the psalm was commenced, the end thereof remained due, as your love remembereth. But we had come to that verse where the Spirit of God marketh men who mind not aught but present things in this world and earth, and for the world to come after this life, think of naught, and conceive that there is no happiness but in the riches and honour of this world, and in transitory power. But after their death mind nothing but how stately funerals may be obtained for them, and how they may be buried in monuments raised with wondrous skill, and their names may be invoked in their own lands from their own houses, while they make no provision for themselves for the place where their spirit shall be after this life. They fools not dreading the voice of Christ, who saith, Fool, this night thy soul shall be taken from thee, and whose shall those things be which thou hast prepared? And not regarding the rich man, condemned to torments in hell after magnificent daily feastings and purple and fine linen, nor the poor man reposing in Abraham's bosom after labours and sores and hunger, for such things they not caring, but minding that which is present, and not looking forward for anything beyond this life, but how their name which is abhorred in heaven may be invoked upon earth. The Holy Scripture, therefore, describing such men, saith, This their own way is a stumbling-block to themselves, and hereafter they shall bless with their mouth. As saith the Lord Jesus, of certain who at first come to the faith purified by the word of God, and by exorcisms in the name of Christ, in order that they may receive the grace of God, that they may be baptized, and afterwards go back to worse evils than they had committed before. The latter things, he saith, shall be made worse for them than the former. This the apostle Peter, but the Lord, and the last things, he saith, of that man shall be worse than the former. Wherefore, because at first he was even an open heathen, afterwards he is cloaked with the Christian name under the garb of religion, he is a concealed evildoer. And he shall be worse, because he is concealed, as he saith, and afterwards shall they bless with their mouth, that is, thou hearest the name of God, and the name of Christ on their lips, in their heart thou findest it not. Concerning whom is said, this people honoureth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. As far as this, the psalm had been treated of. 2. In the next place, thus commence the verses which are to be examined and treated of today. Verse 14. Like sheep laid in hell, death is their shepherd. Whose? Of those whose way is a stumbling block to themselves. Whose? Of those who mind only things present, while they think not of things future. Of those who think not of any life, but of that which must be called death. Not without cause, then, like sheep in hell, have they death to their shepherd. What meaneth they have death to their shepherd? For is death either some thing or some power? Yea, death is either the separation of the soul from the body, or a separation of the soul from God, 
and that indeed which men fear is the separation of the soul from the body but the real death which men do not fear is the separation of the soul from god and oft-times when men fear that which doth separate the soul from the body they fall into that wherein the soul is separated from god this then is death but how is death their shepherd if christ is life the devil is death but we read in many places in scripture how that christ is life but the devil is death not because he is himself death but because through him is death for whether that death wherein adam fell was given man to drink by the persuasion of him or whether that wherein the soul is separated from the body still they have him for the author thereof who first falling through pride envied him who stood and overthrew him who stood with an invisible death in order that he might have to pay the visible death they who belong to him have death to their shepherd but we who think of future immortality and not without reason do wear the sign of the cross of christ on the forehead have no shepherd but life of unbelievers death is the shepherd of believers life is the shepherd if then in hell are the sheep whose shepherd is death in heaven are the sheep whose shepherd is life what then are we now in heaven in heaven we are by faith for if not in heaven where is the lift up your heart if not in heaven whence with the apostle paul for our conversation is in heaven in body we walk on earth in heart we dwell in heaven we dwell there if thither we send anything which holdeth us there for no one dwelleth in heart save where thought is but there his thought is where his treasure is he hath treasured on earth his heart doth not withdraw from earth he hath treasured in heaven his heart from heaven doth not come down for the Lord saith plainly, Where thy treasure is, there will thy heart be also. 3. They then, whose shepherd is death, seem to flourish for a time, and the righteous to labour. But why? Because it is yet night. What meaneth it is night? The merits of the righteous appear not, and the felicity of the unrighteous hath, as it were, a name. So long as it is winter, grass appeareth more verdant than a tree for grass flourisheth through the winter a tree is as it were dry through the winter when in summer time the sun hath come forth with greater heat the tree which seemed dry through the winter is bursting with leaves and putteth forth fruits but the grass withereth thou wilt see the honour of the tree the grass is dried so also now the righteous labour before that summer cometh there is life in the root, it doth not yet appear in the branches. But our root is love. And what saith the apostle? That we ought to have our root above, in order that life may be our shepherd, because our dwelling ought not to quit heaven, because in this earth we ought to walk as if dead, so that living above, below, we may be dead, not so as that being dead above we may live below. Inasmuch then as our life and heart ought not to depart from above, what saith the apostle? For ye are dead, and in order that thou mayest not fear, your life is hidden, he saith, with Christ in God. Behold where our root is. But when our honour shall appear, as it were, in leaves and fruits, he continueth and saith, When Christ your life shall have appeared, then shall ye also appear with him in glory, and it shall be morning for now it is not morning let the proud and rich of this world be puffed up now let the ungodly tread down the good unbelievers believers and let them say what doth it profit you that ye have believed 
What more have ye, because ye have Christ? Let believers answer, if they are indeed believers, It is night, that which we hold doth not yet appear. Let not the hands be idle in good works. Whence it is elsewhere said, In the day of my trouble I sought God with my hands in the night season before him, and I was not deceived. Our labour shall appear in the morning, and there shall be fruit in the morning, so that they that now labour shall hereafter reign, and they that now boast them and are proud shall hereafter be brought under. For what followeth? Like sheep laid in hell, death is their shepherd, and the righteous shall reign over them in the morning. 4. I suppose that now this verse is clear, because we have before said, The righteous shall reign over them in the morning. Endure thou the night, yearn for the morning. Think not, because the night hath life, the morning too hath not life. Doth then he that sleepeth live, and he that riseth live not? Is not he that sleepeth more like death? And who are they that sleep? They whom the Apostle Paul rouseth, if they choose but to awake. For to certain he saith, Awake thou that sleepeth, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. They then that are lightened by Christ watch now, but the fruit of their watchings appeareth not yet. In the morning it shall appear, that is, when doubtful things of this world shall have passed away. For these are very night, for do they not appear to thee like darkness? One doth ill, he liveth, flourisheth, terrifieth, is honoured. One doth well, he is blamed, blasphemed, accused, laboureth, is terrified. These things are as if it were darkness, but in the root is vigour, fruit, opulence. Life is not yet in the branches, but the root hath not withered. It is like to one withering, but the time cometh, it is clad with its honour, it is enriched with its fruits. Then they of whom it is said that we should not envy them, for the psalm saith of them, What? For they shall soon wither like the grass, and like the herbs of the field, they shall quickly fall. Shall fall, I say, when they shall see on the right hand the saints upon whom while labouring men trample, and shall speak among themselves, doing penance, but a penance too late and without fruit. They that would not now do one with fruit, shall then do one without fruit. What then shall they say, when being in penance without fruit? These are they whom we had some time in derision, and for a similitude of reproach. I say the words of the book of wisdom, they know them who are wont to hear them. For they are the future words of evildoers, when they shall see the judge, and all the faithful now at his right hand, and all his saints with him judging. This they have to say, the scripture saith their own words. These are they whom we had sometime in derision, and for a similitude of reproach, we fools accounted their life madness. For when a man shall have begun to live to God, to condemn the world, not to choose to avenge his own wrongs, not to choose riches here, to contemn all things, to think of the Lord alone, not to forsake the way of Christ, not only by the heathen is it said, he is mad, but what is more to be lamented, because even within many are sleeping, and will not awake, men hear from their own people, from Christians, what is come to thee. My brethren, he who saith to a man living according to the way of Christ, What is come to thee? Do we think what he saith? We shudder at the Jews, because they said to our Lord Jesus Christ, Thou hast a devil, 
and whenever we hear the gospel being read, we beat our breasts. A wicked thing, said the Jews to Christ, thou hast a devil. Come now, Christian, when thou hast seen the devil banished from the heart of a Christian, and Christ indwelling, and thou sayest, What is come to thee? Doth he seem to thee to have a devil? It was said even of the Lord himself that he was mad, when he spake words which they would not receive. It was said, He is mad, he hath a devil. And yet some awaked from sleep, and said, These are not the words of him that hath a devil. So now also, brethren, so long as both the nations hear these words, and they that dwell in the world, and earth-born, and sons of men, and rich and poor, that is, both they that pertain to Adam, and they that pertain to Christ, some say, He hath a devil, others say, These are not the words of him that hath a devil. For some hold the world's way, and hear these words for a time, others hear not in vain, but do what is said, ponder with your ears, ye that dwell in the world. And while they are doing these things, the fruit is uncertain. But they that do ill and choose the world's way, of them death is the shepherd. But they that choose God's way, of them life is the shepherd. Life itself shall come to judge, and to condemn with their shepherd, those to whom shall be said, Go ye into everlasting fire, which hath been prepared for the devil and his angels. But they on whom men have trampled, and who were ridiculed for believing, shall hear from life itself, whom they have for shepherd, Come, ye blessed of my Father, receive the kingdom which was prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Therefore the righteous shall reign over them, not now, but in the morning. Let no one say, Wherefore am I a Christian? I rule no one, I would rule the wicked. Be not in haste, thou shalt reign, but in the morning. And the help of them shall grow old in hell from their glory. Now they have glory, in hell they shall grow old. What is the help of them? Help from money, help from friends, help from their own might. But when a man shall be dead, in that day shall perish all his thoughts. How great glory he seemed to have among men while he lived. So great oldness and decay of punishments shall he have, when he shall be dead in hell. 5. Verse 15. Nevertheless, God shall redeem my soul. Behold the voice of one hoping in the future, Nevertheless, God shall redeem my soul. Perhaps it is the voice of one still wishing to be relieved from oppression. Someone is in prison, he saith, God shall redeem my soul. Someone is in bond, God shall redeem my soul. Someone is suffering peril by sea, is being tossed by waves and raging tempests. What saith he? God shall redeem my soul. They would be delivered for the sake of this life. Not such is the voice of this man. Hear what followeth. God shall redeem my soul from the hand of hell, when he shall have received me. He is speaking of this redemption which Christ now showeth in himself. For he hath descended into hell, and hath ascended into heaven. What we have seen in the head we have found in the body. For what we have believed in the head they have seen, have themselves told us, and by themselves we have seen, for we are all one body. But are they better that here, we worse to whom it hath been told? Not so, saith the life itself, our shepherd himself. For he rebuketh a certain disciple of his, doubting and desiring to handle his scars. And when he had handled the scars, and had cried out, saying, My Lord and my God, seeing his disciple doubting and looking to the whole world about to believe, because thou hast seen me, he saith, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that see not, 
and believe. But God shall redeem my soul from the land of hell, when he hath received me. Here then what? Labor, oppression, tribulation, temptation, expect nothing else. Where joy? In future hope, for the apostle saith, always rejoicing. In so great tribulations, always rejoicing, always sorrowful, always rejoicing. For he said himself, as if sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. Our sorrow hath an as-if. Our joy hath not an as-if, because it is in sure hope. Wherefore hath our sorrow an as-if? Because like as sleep it shall pass away, and the righteous shall reign in the morning. For your love knoweth how that he that intimateth sleep doth add an as-if, as if I were sitting, as if I were speaking, as if I were dining, as if I were disputing. The whole is as-if, for when he hath awaked, he findeth not that which he did see. As if I had found a treasure, saith the beggar. If there were not an as-if, he would not be a beggar, but because there was as-if, he is a beggar. So now they that open their eyes to worldly pleasures and close their heart, of them the as-if passeth away, and their own reality cometh. As-if is their happiness of the world, their reality is punishment. But our as-if is sorrow, our joy is not as-if. For the apostle doth not say, as if rejoicing but always sorrowful, or as if sorrowful and as if rejoicing, but he saith, as if sorrowful but always rejoicing, as poor, and there as he hath put for as if, yet making many rich. And when the apostle said this, he had nothing, he had given up his all, he possessed not any riches. And he saith in continuation, what? As if having nothing. And this same having nothing of the apostle was as if, and possessing all things. There he hath not said as if, as if he was poor, but not as if, but really he enriched many. As if he had nothing, but not as if, but truly he possessed all things. Whence did he truly possess all things? Because he clave to the maker of all things. Nevertheless he saith, God shall redeem my soul from the hand of hell, when he hath received me. End of Psalm 49, Sermon 2, Part 1